Hello, this is Danny Ryan, and I'm here with Tommy Ryan. How's it going, Tommy? It's going well. Awesome. Welcome to the Two Bald Brothers on a Microphone. Two Bald Brothers on a Microphone. <laughs> it is, let's see, it's, it is July 20th. Man, this summer is going wow. quickly. Yes, it's amazing. And today we're going to be talking about um, the conference that I went to last week. And I'm not going to say Ignite, I'm going to say Inspire, the Inspire Conference, AKA uh, WPC, which was the Worldwide Partner Conference. And uh, I went out there, it, um, usually in the past, both of us would go out there. So I missed you, Tom. Right. Well, we're, the question is, were you inspired? I was inspired. It, it was a it was a it was a great week. It was a lot of a lot of stuff going on at Microsoft. Um, Satya is keeping everybody on their toes, and uh, and Microsoft lots of changes coming in place. And so um, as part of the week, I I tried to do a, a write up at the end of the day. So I was just going to walk through my notes here with you, and uh, okay. feel free to jump in if you have any questions. Uh, but I just thought, uh, it, you know, this is, um, we're going to start doing some interviews with some outside folks, but I just thought since I went to the conference last week and uh, um, just to cover cover with you sort of what were some of the takeaways that I had from the week. So okay. from the first day, um, uh, the summary of the first day, one is is that uh, next year, I guess if we go next year, it's, it's in our favorite place to go to, Las Vegas, not oh, yeah. Um, everything's so, good. It's just slipping on those cards of women on the sidewalks. <laughs> yeah, <by. laughs> I'm not going to be taking my family out there, but uh, right. I think they're they're um, they're wanting to do this because this week I think uh, Microsoft Ready was in Las Vegas, so I think they're doing it sort of back to back. Um, with that conference, so having the partner conference and then their internal conference the week afterwards. So, so Microsoft folks will have two weeks in Vegas. Um, the big thing from the first day was the announcement, and this is sort of a bundling type of announcement, which was um, Office 365 plus Windows plus Enterprise Mobility and Security. They're now calling this Microsoft 365. So I just noted that we might need to, there might need to be a new tag that we have up on our blog, which refers to that. I don't know how but much. It's, it's also still saying, staying as Office 365. That doesn't go away, right? You got it. You got it. This is a bundling thing. Um, yeah. So I think making it, uh, everybody sort of saw this coming. It's just another way of uh, the 101 ways of packaging Microsoft products, and this is just a, a, a new way of doing that. So I think the products themselves are pretty much staying the same. It's just a bundling move. Um, the other thing was surprised to me, I don't know whether I just wasn't paying attention to the news or what it was, uh, but Ron Huddleston, I don't think we worked with him when we were doing stuff with Salesforce, but he was um, the person behind the App Exchange, and uh, with our history where we've created app exchange apps and worked with Salesforce to build a you know connector it was it was good to see him he's in charge of what they call their one commercial partner program um, okay. probably bundling that or bumbling that one but uh, you know they're they're um, he's their channel chief he's responsible for that he went he went through some of the changes with that um, I sort of set out with the Pam and with the channel manager um, so they went through some of what, what this is going to look like. They're really trying to, to, instead of working against what the partners are doing, trying to work more with the partners. Uh, so it was good to see that um, 
that that focus. And uh, it would be great, you know. Just my overall experience with working with the App Exchange has been it's been great. So to see some of that come over to Microsoft's um, stores would be wonderful. I don't think he's going to be in particular in charge of those uh, st stores, but uh, uh, he did some good stuff over over at Salesforce. I did start seeing, I went to a couple sessions with the uh, the LinkedIn, um, taking a look at what was happening there. Um, you're starting to see some of the the uh, the work that they're doing integrating LinkedIn to Microsoft products. I think just this week they announced um, there's a Windows 10 app for LinkedIn and um, there was a lot of discussions about starting to integrate uh, LinkedIn with Dynamics. Um, I went, and so it was good to to see sort of how they're what they're doing there, and uh, I think they're trying to use this as a as a means of competing with Salesforce. So it's it's, it's interesting to see how that's going to come along. Um, so you might this this was emphasized time and time again, which is their four solutions areas, which is modern workplace. Yay! That sounds that's very much uh, in line with what we're focusing in on business applications, applications and infrastructure, and data and AI. Okay. So they were, that's, that is their overall message of the four main solution areas that Microsoft focuses in on. Again, I think we're wonderful. It's wonderful to hear that, that, those, those are, that they're focusing in on that. And then I love this. There was a $4.5 trillion opportunity. I love, love things like this. And I, my favorite meme from that was uh, was this one. Um, Ducks had put this out. You heard it. Four point <laughs> trillion dollars. Oh, I got a kick out of that. And then, of course, and then somebody comes up and says, "For every you know one dollar we make, you make seven dollars, or something along like that." Sure. We all, right. we, all the partners salivate and move on to the next thing. Um, Mobile first, cloud first. Didn't really hear that very much at this conference. Is now intelligent cloud, intelligent edge. So um, if you see the 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 overall <laughs> messaging as far as how that's changing and uh, sort of what the updated messaging is for that. So here's a sort of a graphic of how they're showing that. Um, Multi-device, multi-sense, artificial intelligence. So it's sort of how this is move, how this is changing for them. Uh, so I think I'll, with everybody, it's sort of like how can how can it be mobile first and cloud first at the same time? Something's got to be second. Now let's move to this. Um, okay. It was cool seeing women leading up the demos, which was uh, very nice. Uh, you know, I think everybody that. Day. There were there were all women leading up the the demos, which was a, a very cool thing to see. Um, feedback from the day. Oh, it was man, it was hot outside. I took a picture here of everybody waiting outside. I don't know what what had happened that morning, but for like an hour up to they just it just didn't seem like they were letting people into the Verizon Center, and it was it was uh, it, it got hot really quick as it gets yeah. hot in DC. So uh, that's the update from the first day. And then if we take a look at what happened on the second day. Sorry, I, I always get caching issues with my computer here. Um, so summary of day two. 
took a quick snapshot of here, digital transformation. They're, I think what they're trying to get to more of is moving on, because um, you heard digital transformation all the time, you know, over and over and over again. They're trying to get, basically define what does that mean? Empower employees, optimize operations, transform products, and engage customers. This was a screenshot that I took from Chris Capicella, um, uh session that he did. And it was really neat because he sort of said, well, what does this mean to our marketing department at Microsoft? And he went through real sort of real cases of, of what does this mean uh, to us and how did this change what we're doing inside of Microsoft and what's the transformation that we're seeing inside of Microsoft? Because he can say each one of these can apply to each department. It, it can apply to finance. It can apply to customer service. And so sort of translating this over to that um, specific department. It was really good. Mm -hmm. so, you know, you and I like to, you know, we understand there has to be a high-level message, but then how do you translate that down to your individual department and, and initiatives inside of that department? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wish I had a dollar each time this was covered today. Four pillars of digital transformation. This came pretty clear. Engaging customers, empower employees, optimize operations, and transform products. And then I sort of was thinking, um, this is one of those things where I wish you were around because afterwards I want to sort of think out loud with it. So mm -hmm. I think it was part of the reasoning for I wanted to take notes on this was, you know, so we, you and I could have this conversation, which is how does this fit into how we categorize uh, solutions? So sort of like looking, um, if you look at our website, how does this fit into the different um, solutions like improve bottom line, drive efficiency, satisfy end users, and manage risk. And so looking at these sort of like, you know, what is that, how do these different things map into this? Um, and there's, you know, we can take the approach of, we sort of want to, we don't want to, we want to align with Microsoft, so we want to look at what they're going out to market with. and and be in line with that, but we also want to have our unique take on this as well. Right. Um, so it's just trying to look and see, well, maybe for using um, the language is somebody who's going and getting the message from Microsoft. We want them to, um, for it to be consistent what they're hearing from us as well, but along the, with the consistency, they want a unique perspective as well. Mm -hmm. um, this was, um, you, know, you and I have talked about this, which is industry focus, uh, and Microsoft is wanting to, uh, they're taking a look at all of the different industries that are out there. They are reorganizing underneath these industries, which is financial services, manufacturing, retail, education, health, and government. So everyone in Microsoft is or organized into these verticals. So. Um, was interesting, again, sort of my take on this was, um, you know, we have a um, success portion of the site where we look at the different industries that we've helped out. And, you know, our list is more expansive than Microsoft's, which tells me maybe I'm going after too broad of a list. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting that they're only, um, and this is probably a part of their strategy is let's go after the big industries and recognizing that internally we are not going to be about to, to go after and build expertise in every industry out there. So what are the ones we want to focus in on first? 
Yeah, I think for us, we, we've looked at SharePoint as a platform, and we see that from a horizontal perspective, it solves problems in these different industries, and not necessarily having an industry practice that we have depth of knowledge of everything that has to deal with, say, financial services insurance, and we don't hire insurance agents and financial service consultants. Um, we're helping people realize the platform against problems in those spaces. And so if you look at this from an industry perspective, it's more of trying to understand, well, how do my problems map to the platform? So mm -hmm. um, that, that's our approach. For better or for worse, it's, it, um, we're, we're trying to speak to the people that we can serve. And yeah. at the end of the day, we're, we're not coming to them with a final solution for their space. But a lot of people need to have a knowledge base across these different industries. And what does that look like? in the high tech and ISV versus financial services and insurance. Yep. Yep. Um, and I love the case studies that we have that kind of put skin on that versus it being kind of a generic marketing term. Yep. Absolutely. Um, went in, had a uh, conversation. So they, Microsoft had a, a bunch of booths set up for their partners. And one of them was for the go to market campaigns and, um, yeah, he had me fill out this, go through this survey of what things you're doing from a marketing standpoint, and it was, I was able to check off all of them. And by the end of it, he was like, well, you just need to hire more people in your marketing department. I was like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, we're, you know, we're, I, I've got, um, I think we're, we've, uh, you know, are trying to leverage as much as we can out of Microsoft and um really try to, to see where, you know, making sure we're trying to do the right things from a marketing standpoint. But uh, it was good to meet up with him and um, to hear, you know, that some of the, it was interesting because some of the stuff that come out that morning as far as go to market things, they, they're they not up to date on their own site with, but there will be the campaigns that they'll be coming out with in the near future, hopefully. Uh, fast Track Booth. Um, I wanted to go drop by there, given the recent project work that we've done with Fast Track, and it was very much in line with that. What they were saying is using Fast Track as a part of a migration um, to utilize their resources as part of it. You own the client relationship and fill in where it needs to get filled in. Um, so the guy was interested to hear. I think I shared more than he shared with me, um, but uh, that was that was good to hear that they were not trying to compete with us. They're just trying to augment our services. Um, it was a great presentation. There was a, a, a partner about co-selling with Microsoft. It was very honest and um, uh, forthright uh, conversation. You know, points from her were understand their uh, the account team motivations and fears. Um, she brought up an interesting thing where she was like in a large account. She brought Microsoft in, and what it helped, where it helped her was. She sold a, sold a departmental solution, and Microsoft was able to take that departmental solution to, and to sell it to other departments. So basically, saying, you know, you've built up. You've seen we've seen this inside large accounts where you build out, you know, a calendaring solution or a knowledge base solution, and one department uses it, and you know, sort of taking it sure. to other departments. And she said Microsoft was very helpful once they understood what what type of solution that we created. Um, 
or that they had created that they could replicate it across different departments. Um, and just made the points of ask, asking for account lists um, and target only a handful of companies. Uh, so don't try to go after every company that, that uh, they're targeting. Just look for a couple of wins. Favorite session of the day was uh, the Chris Capicella um, gave practical examples of using the four pillars of digital transformation. He pointed out what we, which was interesting was this um, Microsoft Education site, and he said this this is uh, he said this was a big move for him, which is um, the branding is now moving for them behind uh, just Microsoft, and so I was sort of thinking of that and sort of the way that we brand uh, three will, and you know, you can see what it is now is it's Microsoft education. He said this is a was a big change for them to to, to sort of move over to this, and focusing in on empowering the students of today to create the world of tomorrow. So more focused in on um, you know the the idea of solutions for education and less of technology for technology's sake. Mm -hmm. And so I think we'll, we'll start to see, and that it was interesting to see this as well, so they have it broken out by role types, so like school leaders, educators, students. Like we're trying to do a bit of that when you go up into success and trying to spell out for your role sort of what case studies make sense for your role. Right. Um, Metalogic's part, party um, was the second night. The first night I went to a Nintex party. Second was Metalogic's. They had branded maracas, which was fun. It was good to see the team uh, from from Metalogics. Everybody was there. You know, their um, headquarters is in D.C., so uh, pretty much uh, everybody from the headquarters was there. Um, then I here's some links that I had run into of, of resources from Microsoft. Um, lines, lines were better, better, but I think that's because fewer people were there and then got some great socks. Nice. For you and your I got them on today. I, I would like kick my foot up in here. I, I've got them on too. I, I can't get it up high enough. I've got mine on today. Um, you've got yours on. You, can you do it? I, I think I pulled something. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, and then someone else has some too, right, Oliver? You didn't wear. Oliver didn't wear them today. He was not going to come in yesterday because he didn't have any socks. I wore them yesterday. And then you did wear them yesterday. Yeah. You put them on yesterday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. So we've all we've. Uh, We've got matching socks here, so we've got Windows socks. So. Oh, let me plug back in. Okay, there we go. Uh, third day, number three. And this was a three-day event? Yep, and the, the final day was just a, a Thursday was a um, regional just regional updates, so it was okay. a half a day, half a day regional thing. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> um, here is uh, this was a uh, partner opportunities in the connected workplace. So they were sort of uh, this was one of the presentations that I um, attended. So some of the things that they felt like were opportunity wise. Uh, yeah. I was, Buzzword of the day: single pane of glass. I just, you know, sometimes you pick up on something that people keep saying, and you're like, okay, if right. I hear this one more time. So, of course, I have to say, by the way, you're reading this blog post on a single pane of glass because I'm a smarty. Um, 
yes, it's expected. Vision Keynote, no, there were they ended up sh shutting shutting down the whole top section because there weren't enough people there. But uh, uh, Keynote was covered by Brad Smith, President and Chief Legal Officer. Um, it was a strong emphasis on the GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation, which t takes effect mm -hmm. in May uh, 2018. Um, and so he covered here's some blog posts and resources on that, just saying how that's going to impact the partner ecosystem. Uh, and then there was um, Gabriella Schuster covered um, more changes to the partner program. It was this, it was an honest. Um, Shared some stories about why they changed it, some backstories on on that. Um, really focused in on you know recognizing that they need uh, inside of Microsoft need someone who's in what I would classify as like a connector type of role, mm -hmm. so someone who's listening to all the different things that partners are doing and looking inside of Microsoft and making the right connections up. And that, you know there's certain people who are great at doing that. Um, and I think they've recognized that that is a role that they need to have. Then there was a discussion with Ian Bremer about the current state of world politics, which um, I'm just tired of <laughs> about politics. And, I, of course, I joke around. I would love to have someone. I needed somebody that morning. Like, you got everybody coming in on the third day, and we're going to talk politics. But uh, I was yeah. hoping somebody like Tony Robbins or somebody, you know, get us up out of the seat, <laughs> just getting us jumping around, pop, you know, pumped up was what I was looking for, but it was fine. I think it was, um, you know, just a, just a conversation. I think that um, it was interesting to see this with a world group around talking sure. politics. Um, I'm sure it led to some interesting conversations afterwards, but nothing I wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> meeting some folks. So we uh, went over to the bind tuning um, Booth. It was good. You know, saw them. You know, it was good to meet up with a couple of their their engineering folks. Uh, talked to Microsoft rep about the P seller program. We've uh, we looked into this a long time ago. I'm not sure if it's going to be an investment of our time that we want to go into. Mike uh, Gannonetti had a couple of uh, good presentations that I went to. Um, one was this mix, was which was a recording. Uh, application that snaps into um, PowerPoint, and another is SNP for Office for Office, um, and it's a nice little screen capture thing that I've already started using that I really like. Um, and then Skype meeting broadcasts, which um, I still need to investigate a little bit closer. I tried; I was actually going to see if we could use that for this, um, but was getting some errors. So I just, you know me, I, I've got about this much leeway of some tolerance for an air. I, I need something. That, but it's still, it's interesting to look at. It's available to all Office 365 tenants. So, okay. um, it, you know, take a peek at that. I set up a test meeting this morning. This is for more of the larger broadcast types mm -hmm. of things. Um, so yeah, I, large, you know, go to meeting has been kind of problematic for me has the past it? couple months. I'm, I'm interested in potentially going to Skype or join me to yeah. further simplify our tool set. Yep. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that it, it, I don't, you know, what's key is there are some of these products are enterprise grade and so it mm -hmm. takes a little bit more setup to get them ready and uh, right. just the size that we are as a company, sometimes we just need a turnkey thing, yep. which is why we do things like, you know, 
GoToMeeting or Dropbox or whatever. Um, uh, attended a session on the partnership with Adobe. So this was one, I don't know if you've known uh, uh, my, uh, Microsoft's strategy with Dynamics um, has been to say that sort of their marketing cloud version of what Salesforce has is to work with Adobe. And um, they have an integration. Um, they're starting to integrate LinkedIn more with, um, with Dynamics. Uh, so I'm just keeping an eye on this. I'm sort of interested to see what how this progresses. Um, you know, I had some conversations with some of the uh, Adobe folks about there is no this is for enterprise customers, so it's not this is not like something we would use. Mm -hmm. um, so just wanted to keep my eye on this since we've got some expertise in Salesforce and. Um, and whatnot. Then, the, then I went to. Yeah, it's, it's interesting with dynamics that um, it just seems like they're not getting over the hump there. Um, we're, we're not in that space. So yeah. We're probably not getting a good pulse of it, but you would think by now they would have been further entrenched into the. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we're not. We don't deal with custom. Talk to customers day to day about dynamics like we do with Office three sixty five. So I just I don't know what to say. Um, right. And you know, with with us, it's. Uh, I think because we're not experts in dynamics, we're we don't. We're not. You know. Heaven forbid I say this. We're not using it internally, but. Um, you know, we just need to, it's one of those, I just want to keep an eye on it and see how the things progress along. We're busy enough with <laughs> with what we profess to be experts in that I, yeah, you know, I know you can say, Danny, just stop it, just let it go. We're busy enough. Great session from Dan Home on SharePoint um, and what's coming. Uh, you know, communication sites, it is available on our tenant, so I just, I've already, the marketing site is now a communication okay. site. Okay. Using new web parts like the news web part. Uh, difference between Yammer and Teams. Uh, he was pointing this out because I have a feeling everybody's going through the same thing that we're going through, which is what, to, you know, you've thrown all these things and uh, against the wall and, you know, not sure which ones you're expecting us to use for what situation. And, you know, of course, when you hear the presentation, it's like, oh, it's, you know, you, People use what they need to use for their particular, that serves their particular purposes, but it's tough because I think there's a lot of just, you know, um, people not sure what to use. But he's, his message, let me, let me just go through a sort of what his message was, which was Yammer is cross-company discussions for large groups is basically what he's pointing out based on interest topic and teams are for, well, teams, you know, smaller groups. I think for us, what probably the reason why I have problems internally is we're we're you know we're a smaller company, so it's like do you really need to have Yammer outside of Teams as as an interest topic group? And is there we're doing cross department collaboration? We're not that big. I think for larger organizations, that's you know that it sort of goes across departments. It goes across. It's more by is he says interest or topic, but for us, uh, you know, I don't know how much value, more value we're gonna get. And I think for us, we're making the decision internally that let's cut down on the number of different ways we're collaborating. And if we can do it all on teams, let's do it all on teams. 
Yeah, and we we ended up creating the the one team, having different channels for those interest topics, mm -hmm. you know, that go across the company, and then the rest of the teams are you know kind of the smaller purpose built, um, you know, team getting work done, mm -hmm. um, type teams. And I think I asked you about this status update, and I was just thinking of my thought was, and just to explain further was, you know, Yammer, you just put a status update. This is what I'm working on. And so I was just thinking in Teams, I guess I was trying to translate that over to, if we're not using Yammer, where, where would I do this inside of Teams? Um, and uh, not really knowing, like, do I put this up in, in you know, our cafe? And I, I, it just seemed like it wasn't, that wouldn't be the appropriate thing for me to do. I could update my, my Skype status and you know, put what I'm That's working true. on there, but I don't think anybody sees. I don't just. I don't think anybody sees. Well, what's that. I guess what's the purpose of creating that status update? Um, what are you up? What you're up for? Somebody who wants to know what you're up to. Um, sort of a, a general. Uh, Danny's working on this, or just it's sort of one of those. You might. It's 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 a. What's the word that I'm looking for? It's just sort of when you know what you, Think, you don't thinking out loud. Or? Thinking out loud and just sometimes people are like, oh, I, I just, you know, I saw real quickly that Danny's working on this. I might, I've been thinking about that as well. How do you find out about sort of those things if you're not sharing it through some way? Um, so, so just sort of the serendipity I, of yeah. what you're working on. Yeah, and I look at it as, okay, what am I working on and what domain does that apply to and finding the right channel to share information. Yep. So you run across something that, you know, this is kind of cool, let me share it with the team. Yep. Or put it in the technology channel. Maybe there's something that I want to share that's kind of on the lighter side, so we've got a lighter side channel. I mean, yep. there could be a um, what am I doing channel. Um, mm -hmm. I Maybe that would serve a purpose. Maybe there's, you know, something that comes out of that. Yep. Um, but, you know, yeah, of course, you don't necessarily want to share. You know, this is what I'm having for breakfast. Type, you know, post. No, no that's um, not. I'm, I'm it's, more. It's more of what are you working on, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I think if it's a technology or marketing or whatever that domain is, you put it in that team. Because I think we have quite a few yeah. teams that yep. um, could be landing spots for those types of ideas. Yeah. So, like, if I'm working on something marketing, then just to post something up as a discussion in the marketing group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes yeah. sense to me. Um, yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. Um, to, be, to be technical, it's a conversation in a channel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting how, how many ways you can communicate. Blows <laughs> your mind. Um, he confirmed that there's one team per company client. Um, I think we came to that same conclusion. He just I overheard him mentioning that, so it sounded like that came up quite a bit, where people what, were saying one team per what? Sorry. Per client, like a customer per customer. Okay, for way, external teams. For external, for yeah, for external teams, or actually, I don't know we even know if it was it was external teams. Um. Okay. It might have been sales internal discussions, um, but he okay. just had mentioned he mentioned that, so I just took note to that because I think we were 
trying to figure out as a team, per, pro, you know, we went through a couple of iterations of what we were thinking. Mm -hmm. How do we want to set this up? Is it a channel? Is it a team? Or how do we want to do this? Right. Um, confirmed that they're building many of the features that companies want in a modern intranet. It just may take some time. So just put SharePoint in a box products on a foot race to outpace Microsoft. I'm just thinking, you know, probably one of them wants to be bought by Microsoft, I assume. Um, I think that's really interesting because uh, there are a lot of options that are out there, and especially from service-based companies trying to come up with a product. Um, and I don't, you know, like um, I was talking to somebody this morning about this, and they're like, communication sites came out, and some of these things like the news web part, which is a new thing, and there's a now overlap between that and what a lot of SharePoint in a box products are doing. So now they've got to re-architect their stuff, to, and it's like, I, you know, I don't want to be in a foot race with the SharePoint team. Yeah. Um, and especially it's, it's you, know, you know, a product that is constantly kind of iterating and coming out quicker, quicker. And that, you know, so it's interesting to see that. Um, in fact, I'm gonna for next week. I'm gonna have Sam Marshall, assuming everything aligns up okay. Who's one of the guys uh, from Clearbox who did that SharePoint in a box okay. report? Because I want to talk to. I just want to dig into this a little bit further with him um, to see what he's seeing and sort of seeing what uh, I think next week he's doing some webinar on communication sites. So I want to just check in with him to see what's going on. Um, Further integration with Flow. So you have the workflow piece of this that's coming along slowly but surely, and then building apps, power apps. So again, things for us that it's great to see them coming down the pipe and I think stuff that our customer is gonna be asking for and it's just a matter of when do we start using these? When does it get to the point where it's something feasible for us to be doing on projects? And that's much smarter people are working on this than me. Yes. Yeah, and making sure it's not the next info path for yeah. our customers too. That's uh, true. That's using true. Using it if it has the, the right longevity and extensibility. Yeah. I have gone really long on this, but you're up to date. Okay. You are you're now officially up to date. Thanks, and, Danny. Um, absolutely. That. And uh, we'll get together next week and uh, and we'll do this with a hopefully having a third person on here as well. And um, thanks for taking the time to do this. Yeah, looking forward to that. Thanks for letting me go out to the partner conference. That was fun. Sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.